All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. Here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. Hey, good evening. Welcome into the Colts Daily Update tonight. A lot of ground to cover with you until 6.15. Coming up, we're going to hear from Kylan Granson on segment number two. Myself and Jeffrey Gorman caught up with the second-year tight end in the Colts locker room earlier today. But the Colts are back on the practice field getting ready for week number four this afternoon. The AFC South comes calling again, and it's the first of two big matchups with the Tennessee Titans at Lucas Oil Stadium on Sunday. Tennessee is 1-2. They notched their first win of the season last week against the Raiders. They've won the AFC South two years in a row, and they've won eight of their last nine AFC South games, including three in a row against the Colts. The last meeting between these two teams was also in Indy, and it was an overtime thriller last Halloween. Sunday's game is sold out, by the way, and so is the Colts and Eagles game on November the 20th. That was announced on Tuesday, so the only games left this season with single game tickets available uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. You've got the Jaguars game, Chargers, Texans, and Commanders. Those tickets are now on sale at Colts.com slash tickets. You know, one of the big checklist items this week for the Colts is fixing pass protection. Matt Ryan has been sacked 12 times and hit 28 times through three games, and the Colts have allowed five sacks in back-to-back games for the first time since the 2016 season. And Frank Reich today talked about the emphasis shutting down free rushers this week with Tennessee's solid front seven looming. It's been a very big emphasis. It's been a very big emphasis. It's very uncharacteristic. Uh, it's very uncharacteristic of our teams, but we have to own, you know, that we put that on tape. So um, I think we all take that pretty personal. It's right, and it's not just. You know, we talk, we've talked about this. It's it's all eleven guys. It's it's you know obviously we talk about the O line, but it involves all, all eleven guys. You know, tight ends are involved in it. Quarterbacks, running backs, receivers. You know, getting to the right spot at the right time. So it's a collective effort. Um, you know, this is a good week to try to get that back on track because this this front, you know, with Simmons and Danico and you know and with all the pressure packages that they have, they have all this simulated pressure. A lot of zone dogs, simulated pressure stuff, man pressure. They do it all, and they disguise it exceedingly well. I mean, you don't, you can't tell what's coming. You can't tell what's not coming. So we're really going to have to be on point. That's Frank Reich, and the sacks and the pressures have been uncharacteristic so far for the Colts. They've allowed the third fewest sacks in the NFL since 2018, and they also rank in the top 10 in sacks allowed every year since Reich's been on the job in Indy. And Frank also said that it's not so much of a talent issue as it is a mental error and communication issue so far along the offensive line. And Matt Ryan today tried to discuss what that means and how to get it corrected. I think it's across the board. Um... It means that it's not getting from center or me to center to out, you know, to guard, to tackle, to back, tight into to the wide receivers. And so uh, we've got to continue to, to work at that, continue to improve on communication, improve on. There's lots of tips that can come that help with, with uh, pass protection as well and, and being dialed into uh, the reminders and the tips that we have kind of week in and week out. And at times we've done it good and – uh, it's just been at certain times and critical times, too, you know, where we've had lapses in that. And uh, for me, you know, the, the focus has to be on improving our consistency um, because the good is good, you know, and, and the bad is really it's not good. And, um, you know, we're capable of better consistently. And uh, I think if we can do it, we've done it very well at times and, and we've done it poorly at times. We just 
we need to be more consistent with it. That's Matt Ryan on the protection issue spanning the entire offense and needing to get that fixed for Sunday. And to the O-line's credit, they were very good in the last drive of the game against the Chiefs. The Colts used that 16-play drive, scored a touchdown to go up three points with 24 seconds left. And as we all know, that's, that's where Matt Ryan has thrived. That's where he's lived his entire career. The fourth quarter, crunch time, game on the line. That's how he's earned the nickname Matty Ice. And he spoke today on why he feels in such control in the fourth quarter in tight games I've always just felt like you just keep competing you know you, you just there's always time left there's always you know as, as long as there's time on the clock as long as we have an opportunity you know we're, we're going to find a way and um, we got a good, a good group of guys um, you know that have that type of mindset that regardless of, of how things shake out you're going to continue to c- compete and you got to do it in this league I mean it's, it's going to be hard you know, we've put ourselves in those situations too, you know, and, and so um, it's it's the balance of the two. It's it's the understanding that, hey, even if it is tough, we, we can find a way. But part of why it's been tough is, is our own doing. And, um, you know, there's going to be times that as we, you know, move on as a team where it's it's maybe not our own doing, but we've got to be tough and resilient in those situations. But we've, we've got to clean up our own stuff um, in the first three quarters of games. Yeah, it was the 43rd career game-winning drive for Ryan on Sunday against the Chiefs. He now ranks tied for sixth all-time in NFL history in that regard. And the fourth quarter has been good to the Colts so far this season. I know it's only three games, but they haven't allowed a single fourth-quarter point all season, and they've outscored their opponents in the fourth quarter so far 24-0, to which is the third-best margin in the NFL through three games. All right, as we said, the Titans notched their first win of the season last week as well. They beat the Raiders. 24 to 22 and they're one of the most physical teams in the NFL they want to pound you up front in the running game Derrick Henry is back after missing half of last season with a foot injury he's the two-time NFL rushing champ rushed for 2,000 yards in 2020 he has five career 100 yard rushing games against the Colts and the Colts know they've got to slow him down but it's not going to be easy he is six foot three 250 and he runs even more powerful than his measurables and Zaire Franklin today talked about the challenge and tackling Henry um you know he's just a big guy I think the thing about him is is just he's just like a a, a locomotive like once he gets rolling you know you got to kind of it's tough to stop that 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 motion so um for us you know it's just really making sure that you know we kind of always you know stop his feet you know try to get to him and, and cut off those running lanes you know so he doesn't just get uh flying down down here That's Zaire Franklin, who's coming off a career-high 12 tackles on Sunday against Kansas City. So far this year, he ranks seventh in the NFL in tackles, and he's been part of the Colts' defense that's been great at stopping the run so far. The Colts are giving up only 77 rushing yards per game and only 2.6 yards per rush, which is number one in the National Football League. And last week, they held the Chiefs to only 58 rushing yards, no yards at all, for their top back in Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And Franklin today talked about why the rushing defense has carried over from the Matt Eberflus system into the Gus Bradley scheme on defense. You know, I just think, you know, it's just guys just, you know, kind of locking in. I think, you know, with the old system, we were all young, all kind of growing into each other. I think guys are just a lot more mature. Now, obviously, when you got Grove in there just doing whatever he wants with anybody who lines up inside, makes a whole lot of things different. I would really just say the biggest difference is that D-line, man. Buck, Grove, Tyloo. You know, those guys are just making a huge difference. It makes it a lot easier for us to come down here and just clean everything up. That's Zaire Franklin on the Colts' rushing defense, and it's now time for the injury report for the day. Not practicing today for the Colts. 
Julian Blackman with an ankle. He left the game in the first half on Sunday with that problem. DeForest Buckner did not go today with an elbow. Stephon Gilmore with a hamstring. Ryan Kelly set out with a knee. Yannick Ngakwe with a back. Jonathan Taylor mispracticed today with a toe. Bernard Ryman was limited today with an ankle. He didn't play last week versus the Titans, or the Chiefs, I should say, with that. And then Shaquille Leonard was a full practice player today with his back. When we come back, we'll hear from Colts tight end Kylan Granson, who had some clutch catches on offense and some clutch moments on special teams in the win over Kansas City. That's coming up next on the Colts Daily Update. We now return to the Colts Daily Update with Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts. Welcome back to the Colts Daily Update tonight. Colts and Titans on Sunday. Kickoff scheduled for 1 o'clock at Lucas Oil Stadium. The Colts are looking for their first win inside the division. They've had two chances so far. The Titans, meanwhile, will play their first AFC South game on Sunday against the Colts. As promised, we're going to leave some time here on the Daily Update tonight for Colts tight end Kylan Granson, who had some big catches against Kansas City and two really impactful plays on special teams in week number three. Myself and Jeffrey Gorman were able to visit with the second-year Colts tight end earlier today. One of the stars from the last victory at Lucas Oil Stadium against Kansas City Chiefs, Kylan Granson. We're going to go over what happened during that game and what to look forward to with the Tennessee Titans coming to town. But first and foremost, a lot of people have asked me, who has more fun playing this game than you? Uh, absolutely nobody. <laughs> this has been a long time coming, uh, a dream ever since I was a kid. So every time you see me out there, just know I'm playing with a smile on my face because I'm having the time of my life. Listen, I'm down on the sidelines. I see that. I see mm-hmm. the joy and stuff, especially making big plays, down and at the one, the fumble recovery like mm-hmm. that. Anything goes out here. Coaches ask you to do something, you're going to do it. Absolutely, 100%. You know, got to be a jack of all trades. That's kind of my, my, my style. I can do a little bit of everything, and I try to do it well. <laughs> you know, from a standing standpoint, the win was huge, but also from a mentality standpoint, psychological perspective, how big was that first victory against a marquee team like Kansas City? Oh, it's definitely different when people come to our house, you know, uh, home opener, big game, you know, we didn't start the way we wanted, so we knew this was a chance to send a message and show people who we really were, because up until that point, we hadn't, and I think we did. In the fourth quarter, 16 play drive, eight minutes, down by four, crunch time, everything's on the line. You guys got it done. The offense delivered. How much confidence does that permeate into the rest of the team? Oh, I mean, I mean, absolute confidence. I mean, the defense trusted us. They got us to stop. And I knew, you know, with Mo and Jelani and all the receivers, I knew that we were going to move that ball pretty well down the field. And just watching as we went play after play, we kept it alive, doing what we had to do. And it was just awesome to see. And then, you know, the nightcap. Jelani with the walk-off TD was pretty awesome. Fans and, and sports writers are a little bit different than guys in this locker room. Mm-hmm. 0-1, 0-1, 0-0-1 after the Texans game, 0-1-1 after Jacksonville, after getting blank. What was this locker room like? And obviously a big win against KC will turn that around. Everybody on the same page in that thing. What are we doing? We got Matt Ryan here, best running back in the league, offensive line, et cetera. That high to low thing, how do you guys stay keel? And did you notice anything like that after starting out 0-1-1? I mean, we have a standard. There's a reason we have those standards. No matter what, no matter whether we're 0-1-1 or we're 1-1-1, the standard is always the same. And so that's what gets us back in the building, no matter whether it's a great win or a terrible loss. We're always going to come back, be honest with ourselves, and, uh, and analyze the film, see what we can do better, and then we got to move on because it's a week-to-week league. we got to move on because we have another opponent that very next week. So, I mean, I feel like that standpoint, that that mental toughness to move on flushed out last week is what allows us to be successful week-to-week. 
Colin, you had some great plays on special teams. You had the fumble recovery setting up uh, the first Colts touchdown on that muff punt. Then you also downed a punt at the one-yard line. That took a pretty harsh bounce on you. Your your toes, your toes, your tippy toes are right on the edge there of the goal line. How, how close was it in reality? I mean, it was it was pretty close. I mean, it, I, I'd never been to a canyon, but I mean, that's about <laughs> as realistic as I, I ever want to get uh, with my toes on the edge like that. But yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was decently close. I still had balance. I think even if Luke didn't pull me back, I think I'd have got it. Well, a guy in your, in your room that had a monster game, two catches, two touchdowns, Jelani Woods, rookie guy, first career catch, goes for a touchdown. Then he has the game winner with just under 30 seconds left. It's how happy are you for, for his progress because he's been coming along and then to see it all kind of come to fruition there in week three. Dude, I mean, I was – over the moon for the dude. I mean, when he when I was on the sideline and I saw him run the route, and I was like, oh my god, Matt's gonna throw him the ball. I'm like, how cool is this gonna be? And he made the catch, and we, I freaking sprinted. I, all I saw was him catch it, and then all of a sudden I was celebrating the end zone. I kind of blacked out for a second. But I mean, it's just awesome to see how far he's come along since camp. I mean, the dude can make plays. He's a big body, and he can move really well. So I'm hoping he gets more and more snaps as this year goes along. And, I mean, we'll see, man. I think he's two for two and two tutties. Come on, man. He's going to – if he gets more touches like that, I wonder how many touchdowns he's going to get. A great start. A great start for Jelani Woods. All right, this is my no BS question of this interview. No BS. No BS. On the road in Texas, yeah. on the road in Jacksonville, to come home to a home environment mm-hmm. against one of the t- elite teams in the NFL. How big does home field advantage in that crowd play? In your eyes, and mm-hmm. no, it's a no BS one. Yeah. Are you playing differently with that crowd behind you? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, as I said, home home turf, it's a different because it's our house. We take pride in Indianapolis because this is where we play this is where our families come to see us so when you step on our field our field it's different you know so definitely a difference with the home field advantage that's kylan granson from earlier today and that's all the time we have tonight on the colts daily update we're up against it but plenty more content on the colts available online the official colts podcast from tuesday is up inside football with rick venturi is up as well breaking down the blueprints to beat the Titans on Sunday. And tomorrow we'll have our Know Your Foe podcast with Teron Davenport, who covers the Titans for ESPN.com. Instant Replay is coming up next. I'm Matt Taylor. Thanks for listening to the Wednesday Colts Daily Update on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan.